Oh, hey, kiddo. How was the hill? Educational. Oh, learned a new trick? Yeah, the trick to a happy, fulfilling life, maybe. I learned that mountain air unleashes my inner peace. And rip and pow, well, the whole crew's all, you induces spontaneous joy. Okay, uh, that's nice. The Icon Pass lets you do you at 50 destinations worldwide from 249 Adult. Drop in for next winter now and save at IconPass.com. You know, something happens, I'm telling you, I say it all the time, but does, something does happen in transferring when we lift up the name of Jesus. There's an exchange that happens. You don't just keep your heaviness. You don't just keep your sorrow and your pain, your worry and your doubt. None of that can stay in God's presence. It just doesn't belong there. It can't go there. There's no room for it there because the Bible says that his glory fills the temple. So that says to me, if he's filled the temple, there's no room for anything else. When his train can't even get into the temple, that paints a picture that God is bigger than my problem. He's bigger than my issue. He's greater than my pain. That's the God you serve. He is able. And I have learned that no matter what I do, that's why I sing about it so much in my songs. Praise is the weapon. Praise is the key. Brokenness before God opens the door to the heavenly realm. And when you get into the presence of God, there's an exchange that happens. I'm trading my sorrow. He's taking my pain. He's giving me joy. When I'm weak, he's strong. Instead of weeping, joy comes. It don't get any better than that. I don't know of an alcoholic drink. I don't know of a drug. I don't know of a person, a man, a woman. I don't know of, of money. I don't know of a house. I don't know of a car. I don't know of a job promotion. I don't know of anything that can do that. I just can't find it.
Amen. Bow down and worship Jesus. There's nothing that can take the place of God. Nothing that can soothe us or do anything for us but the presence of God. And when we bow down and worship him, his presence will fill the room and he he will begin to speak to us. And today we're going to be speaking on no more delays and in understanding the delays and why are they and and how do we get beyond them. But first we want to make sure that we always go before the Lord in prayer. Father, we thank you right now, O God. We give you praise, glory, and honor. We thank you, God, for teaching us your ways, O God, and that you would lead us and guide us into all truth and righteousness, O God. Lord, we trust you right now with all our heart, and we will not lean unto our own understanding. But, God, in all our ways, we're going to acknowledge you. We're going to seek your face, O God. We're going to pray and ask what should we do and how should we do it, Lord God. And we're going to resist the devil that he may flee from us, O God. Father, we come before you today claiming no more delays, O God. No more misunderstandings of your direction and your ways for us, O God. No more, O God, not knowing what to do in our purpose in life and our destiny, God. No more. And we're saying that today with all authority, with all power given to us through Jesus Christ. God, that there will be no more delays as of today. We are not going to have it this year, God. We're not going to accept it this year, God. But we will stand on your word, O God, that says no more delays, Lord. Father, we come to you today with the authority that you have given to us, O God. Confusion, we cast you out now in the name of Jesus. We take authority over the thoughts that are trying to come above God right now in the name of Jesus. Every stronghold that's in our thoughts that's trying to discourage or confuse us or keep us from our path right now, God, we rebuke it in the name of Jesus. God, we cast it out and cast it down in Jesus' name. For this year, God, this day, we say no more. This day, God, we say no more. We cannot continue like this anymore, oh God. Not hearing from you, not understanding, God, asking you why, asking you how long. But God, today, we say no more. Today, God, we will listen to your word. Today, God, until we hear your voice, we will stand on your word, oh God. Today, God, until the Holy Spirit speaks to us, we will not be anxious, oh God, but we will stand firm in your word, God, until you speak to us, oh God. No more is what we say today, God. No more. When the pain comes, oh God, no more will we bow down to that pain. No more will we bow down to the lack and the poverty and the shame of our lives, oh God, that the enemy is trying to put upon us. No more, God. And we stand with you today, O God. And we say to the devil, no more. No more discouragement. And when the pain comes, we will stand on the word of God. And we will say, God, the enemy is trying to bring the pain back. After you healed me. After you said that I'm set free. No more today, God. No more. I'm not taking it anymore. And the word of God will be honored with you you speaking no more. There will be no more. 
And we have to constantly tell ourselves that daily, hourly, by the minute, no more. When you get the bills in the mail, no more. Hallelujah. No more. And you begin to repeat the words of God. And you listen to the Holy Spirit tell you no more. But it's by our actions and our reactions that the enemy gains access. But when you are determined, you're frustrated, and you're tired of the cycle, you're tired of the merry-go-round, you're tired of what's going on, you can begin to say, no more. And God will then step in because you have now stood with him. But when you begin to bow down to it, when you begin to allow it to take control, when you begin to not stand on the word of God, then God cannot move in and fight with you because you're fighting a totally different battle at that time. No more is what we say today. No more. Hallelujah. And we will stand on the word of God no matter what comes. No matter what goes, we have to stand on the word of God. When you feel it coming or when you you know the enemy is trying to attack, just stand still. Stop walking. Stop talking. Just stand still and say, devil, I see you. And I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. By his stripes, I am healed. You brought this pain yesterday. You brought this pain this morning. And I rebuked you then, and I'm going to rebuke you now until my manifestation comes. You have to stand on the word of God. The enemy is going to come, but what are you going to do to say no more? I'm tired of this. I can't do this anymore. But you're saying it with authority. You're not saying it in defeat when you say no more. No more. No more means I'm not we're not going to do this again this year, devil. We're not going to do this again today. We're not going to do this. I'm not a part of this any longer. My mind has been renewed through Christ Jesus. My heart has been set free. And now I know that I am healed. Now I know that the word of God stands for me no more. And you begin to say that. No matter how much pain it is. No matter how much dizziness you feel, no matter what, say no more. Look at the bill and say no more. I stand on the finances of God. No more. And as we begin, and we thank you, Jesus, for right now that we stand on your word and say no more in Jesus' name. We go to Habakkuk. And Habakkuk was faced with a dilemma of how long, God? How long will you allow the, the righteous to be put to shame? How long, God, will you allow the rich to get richer for the sin to prevail against what you have spoken, God? How long, God? In Habakkuk's eyes and in the people's eyes, evil seem to go unpunished. Evil begins to seem to be unpunished. And they began to feel like God was not responding to their prayers. How long, God? 
must this be a delay for me? And Habakkuk wanted to know, God, how long? How long, God, are you going to allow wickedness to prevail over righteousness? How long, God, is this going to happen? And so many times in our lives we say to God, how long? How long will this sickness happen, God? How long, oh God, will I be in financial barrenness, God? How long, oh God, will the enemy seem to prevail in my life, God? How long, God, will I have to be on this roller coaster? How long, God? And when you ask that question with defeat in your heart, it nullifies the word of God. Because you're not standing on the word, you're standing in defeat before God. And the blood of Jesus, you're not using it. And when you stand in defeat before God, I'm quite sure he's standing there looking, saying, but my word, but my blood. How long, God, will we have to go through this? How long will my... My situation prevail, God. How long before I get married, God? How long before I, I find a job, God? How long before they stop gossiping and whispering about me, God? How long, oh God, before the shame is gone? How long, God, will this happen to me? I'm tired, God. I've done everything that I could possibly think to do. How long? And the people were discouraged in Habakkuk. It says, how long, O Lord, must I call for help, Habakkuk 1, but you do not listen or cry out to you violence, but you do not save? Why do you make me look at injustice? Why do you tolerate wrong, destruction, and violence are before me? There is strife and conflict abounds. Therefore, the law is paralyzed and justice never prevails. The wicked him in their righteous so that justice is perverted. How long, God? And when we become emotionally attached to the situation, we see absolutely no way out. Because our emotions have taken over. And our day-to-day walk, it looks like complete defeat. Because we are looking through emotions we are looking through our feelings but when God says that by his stripes we are healed that's what he means he don't second guess himself he don't go back and read what he written and what he spoke and say let me make sure that's what it says but once the word is spoken it is what it is and you don't have to add nothing to it He wants to know, why are you allowing this to happen? We are the righteous, but look at us. We are the ones that are looking cast down. We are the ones that's looking shameful. We are the ones, oh God, that they are looking at us like we are the ones that's crazy. How can you allow this to happen? And it says that the Lord answered... He said, I am raising up the Babylonians, that ruthless and impenitent people 
who swept across the whole earth to seize dwelling places not their own. They are feared and treaded people. They are a law to themselves and promote their own honor. So God is answering him. (laughs) And God is saying, I already know what's going on. I know who the enemy is. I know their character. I know what they plot in their secret chambers. I know. I'm God. He's allowing him to understand that I I know what's going on. And Habakkuk goes on to say, oh, Lord, are you not from everlasting? My God, my Holy One, we will not die, oh, Lord. You have appointed them to execute judgment. And he goes on, your eyes are too pure to look at evil. And he just began to, to let the Lord know how he's feeling in his complaint and how things are looking through his eyes. And then it goes on in in chapter 2. He says, I will stand at my watch and station myself on the ramparts, and I will look to see what he will say to me and what answer I am to give to this complaint. So he said, you know what? I'm going to continue to watch and pray. And I want to see, now that I poured my heart out to God, What's his response to this? Because I've cried out violently before God, and it looks like he's not answering me. Looks like he has no concern of what's going on with his people. And I know today we may feel that way. You know, getting negative reports, seeing negative things and, and experiencing things that are not good. And we're crying out to God to please, God, make it stop. I can't take it anymore, God. And all of these are complaints towards God because our emotions have said to us defeat, discouragement, distraction. So we begin to complain concerning the issue at hand. And we say, where are you? Are you I mean, are you serious, God? Where, where, what's going on? I'm doing my part. I'm praying. I'm fasting. I'm seeking your face. I'm doing my part. What's, what's going on, God? The Bible says in chapter 2, the Lord answered him after he said, I'm going to stand my watch and I'm going to listen to what he has to say. Now, after you begin, finish praying and you're complaining to God, now it's time for him to answer you because now he needs to respond to what you presented before him, your petition before him, even with Job. He allowed Job to say all that he had to say, and then God responded to what he said. So now you sit there and you say, God, what what you got to say about all this? And you may not expect the answer, but he's going to give it to you. So stand in your watch and you're praying. And God began to let him know, I'm going to give you a revelation. It's not like God has not answered him already. But God said, you know what, I'm going to give you a revelation. And this time, instead of me just giving you the revelation, I'm now going to have you to write it down. Because we don't need to continue to have this conversation. 
So when you write this down, the revelation that I'm about to give to you, you can refer back to it instead of complaining to me. You can refer back to it instead of being discouraged and distracted by the enemy. Because this will remind you that I'm working, I I got it worked out. This will remind you that there is no delay, but it's set for an appointed time. Because of the distractions and the challenges that we face on a daily basis, and if we're not reading the word and communicating with God, we feel he's not listening to us. We feel he's not communicating with us. But if we begin to eliminate the feelings and begin to stand on the word of God, we will see that he already answered us. Our emotions clouded the revelation. So that's why we feel like he hasn't answered us. But our spirit man know he's answered. So then we move on to where God says, I'm going to now answer you. He said, I, the enemy will fail. Though the prophecy might linger, it's still going to come. We have to live by faith. We have to live by faith. It's not by what we see, but it's by what has been spoken in our spirit, man, what the word has spoken. When you feel like God is not listening and that he's silent concerning your issue or inactive, missing in action, he's not Push your feelings, your discouragement to the side and say, God, I want to hear what you have to say because I'm feeling discouraged right now. I'm feeling left alone right now, and I need you to come and comfort me. And then his Holy Spirit will come and allow you to know that he's there. That when you plead to him in your desperate situation, he's there to answer you. That you don't have to feel lonely. You don't have to feel discouraged. But he's there. So as we look at what God began to say to him in chapter 2, then the Lord replied, Write down the revelation. Make it plain on tablets so that a herald may run with it. For the revelation awaits an appointed time. It speaks of the end, and it will not prove false. Though it linger, wait, for it will certainly come and will not delay. What are we thinking today is a delay, but God has already spoken to you his plans, his visions. Now, we know that he said he knew us in the beginning, before we went into our mother's womb. We know that he said the plans that he has for us, 
are good. But for some reason, whatever is going on in our life is telling us God might have missed this point here. Or maybe he don't realize what's going on. But he said, I knew you. Know you, knew you. Planned it all out. So there's nothing that God does not know. Have faith. So he told him to write it down. Then after you write it down and you're going to make it plain. Then after you make it plain so you and everybody else around you will understand it, you're going to run with it. Your faith will come back. Your your hope will come back. Your love will come back. The passion will come back. The understanding will come back. And you're going to run with it. When God has spoken, though it looked like it is delayed, it's not. But you need to follow God with each step of what he has said. And you write it down daily. Because everything that he tells you daily concerns the promise. But when you don't write it down, when you don't communicate with God, then where is the revelation? Where is the vision? You have none. So now you go back to the complaints because you never wrote down what he said. You never researched it in the spirit realm what he spoke to you. So now discouragement comes. You see somebody else working on the project that you thought God had told you. But what he told you is for you. And what that person is doing is for them. And they'll all work together. But you have to write write it down and make it to where you understand it. So if you're talking to God and you don't understand it, say, God, wait, right here, this part, I don't understand. And then he said, you have to run with it. You run with it. You sit there and you allow him to give you that word. And then you expedite whatever it is he's told you to do. You begin to do it. And you do it in a hurry. Because God is letting us know that sin does not go unpunished. And he sees everything that the enemy is doing to us. He knows everything. So every time sickness comes in the family or in your own body or financial problems or marital problems, God already knows. He just wants you to come to him and say, God, what's the plan? What, what, you, what you have already done that I need to know? And I need to write it down and make it plain for me to understand that I may go with it. Because I know whatever you have, it's going to work. So discouragement is not an option. Delay, confusion is not an option. And once we begin to realize that there are no options, We'll stick to the word of God. We'll plead the blood. We'll stand on the word when there are no more options. But as long as we believe there's options, then we're going back and forth with the word of God. Did you say that, God? Are you sure? I don't know. Then one day you feel a little discouraged. The next day you feel picked up. 
when you know that there are no options, then God can begin to do his work in you. There are no options. The enemy brings in the options so that he can steal the plan, steal, kill, and destroy the plan. The enemy will tell you that there are options so that you won't fulfill what you've written down. Don't allow there to be any options. Once God has spoken, that's what it is. He said, for the revelation awaits an appointed time. Now, had we wrote the plan down, we would have known the prophecy is not for today, but it's for an appointed time. But because we didn't communicate with God concerning what he told us, we now are frustrated and aggravated and irritated. And we're saying, where are you? I don't see you. Why is this pain still coming in my body? Why is the money not there, God? Why, why, why? How long? What, what, what? And we just go lower and lower and lower. We've let down our battle guard. We've let down the, the, the blood of Jesus' shield that we're supposed to carry. We've taken off our armor because we just continue to complain. And we wonder why we're defeated. But in our minds we're saying, I'm standing on the word. But at the same time, we're complaining about the word because the word is God. So when you begin to get your revelation from God, stand on the revelation because it is for an appointed time. And when you communicate with God, you'll know that it's for an appointed time. It speaks of the end and will not prove false. So even though you don't see the healing completed, even though you don't see where the job is coming from or the husband or the the marital issues coming to an end, even though you don't see that, he said it will come to an end. It, it has an end. And it will not prove to be false, that end that he's promised. So Habakkuk thought that they were going to win this one because Surely God is just not listening to us. He doesn't hear our cry. He's he's missing. God said, I'm not missing. This will surely come to an end. And the words that I speak will not prove to be false. He said, though it linger, wait for it. It will surely come and will not delay. Wait for it. Don't be anxious. I know you're ready for the healing to take place. I know you want that instant microwavable healing, but God may be doing a progressive healing. And 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 it's building you up. But whatever he's revealed to you concerning what you're going through, hold fast to that. It's not a delay. So do not allow the enemy to tell you it's a delay. Because it is not delayed nor has it been denied, but it is for an appointed time. 
And whatever he has promised you, it will not prove to be false. So you don't have to worry about God being put to shame. Because his word will never go to shame. So stay focused on the revelation. Stay focused on the promise. Try not to complain. For God said, I will do something in your day. If he has been silent... It's only because the person that is praying is unwilling to be a part of what God has made the solution. So when you are praying and he's saying this is the answer, because I'm going to do this while you're here. But you feel like the answer that you want to give to God is the better answer then that means you are warring against God and what he has told you will be. If he say, I want you to go this way, and that's where the blessing is. But you say, God, it's easier for me to go that way. So now there is a delay because there's confusion. There's a division among you. And God will not operate in division. So you have to say, God, this is what I thought you were going to do, but I'm going to get on what you're saying because I know that's a sure way. So the only way that God can be silent is when we are unwilling to be a part of the solution he has proposed. Because now God is thinking, I've spoken, and I've told you what to do. But you insist upon going your way that's not working and you're crying out to me every day asking me why it's not working. Why am I not being healed? Why am I not finding this? And why am I not finding that? And God is saying, because I've told you which way to go. But you didn't pay attention to it because you didn't write the vision down. You didn't get a revelation of the vision that he he proposed to you. So you understood it when he gave it to you. You received it when he gave it to you. But then, because you didn't write it down to remind yourself of it and to go back and meditate on it, the enemy stole that vision. And he left you out there with a blank mind saying, now I don't know what to do. But God is saying, I propose to you what what needed to be done. So what we'll have to do is just go and repent and say, God, I believe you. I believe what you're saying, and I know what you're saying will come to pass. Because if you don't believe or you don't approve of what God is saying to you, it's not going to come to pass. So then there will be a delay. There is a problem in communication. There is a problem at that point. But God is letting Habakkuk know. Don't come up with your own plans. Don't try to give me your ideas. I've told you. My word has told you. But because the vision is not clear, you lost sight. And though he said, I'm going to stand on my post and be a watchman until he answers me, he wasn't ready 
for that response because he thought in his mind wholeheartedly that God had forgotten or wasn't there, was was missing. But when God began to reveal to him, I, I've been there, I've already worked that out, I've moved on to something else that that's going to happen, he began to understand that the vision got lost and he needed to write it down and remind himself of it. So whatever it is that we're going through, whatever it is that we're questioning God about, today we will say no more delays. There's no delays in God, but it is for an appointed time. There's no delays in whatever it is you're asking and seeking God for. It's for an appointed time. But you have to be on the same page as God, or it will look like he's not listening. He's not responding. He's just gone. So today we stand before God. And we ask for forgiveness that we are not on his page, but we are trying to get him on our page. Today we come before God and we repent for not standing on his word, for allowing discouragement to come, for allowing defeat to come, for taking off the whole armor of God, for allowing the blood of Jesus to not take authority in our lives. We repent for that today, God, because the pain was so severe that we felt weak in that moment. But today, God, we say no more. Hallelujah. Today, God, we say no more delays in what you're doing in our lives. We will now jump on board with you that this thing may come to pass and true and prove to be you. So we come before you today, God, and we dress ourselves back up in the whole armor of you. We pull the shield, hallelujah, of the blood of Jesus back up with the authority, O oh God, that you've given unto us. And we stand in that authority today. That even if the pain and the money and the job and the marriage, whatever is going on, God, we will say to you, God, we're climbing with authority. We're running forward, God, without delay. We won't allow the enemy to delay our minds anymore. But, God, you said in your word... So that the herald may run with it, for the revelation awaits an appointed time. We are now, God, going to run with what you've said. No more delays, O oh God. No more lack, O oh God. No more poverty, O oh God. No more sickness, O oh God. Because we stand in the authority that you've given to us, God. No more delays or thinking that there is a delay but God when we have a question we will stand on your word and we will go back and read the vision God and we will know that the vision is for an appointed time 
Because we know that everything is in season that has to happen. So whatever prophecy we received concerning our life, our destiny, and our purpose, we know it's for that season. And we'll see the signs of the seasons because you'll you'll begin to speak more concerning what you've spoken. And you'll begin to make it more plain to us, God, as time progresses. We will be the watchmen on the wall, God, and we will listen to what you have to say. This time not through complaining, but God through the revelation of what you've spoken, what we've written down. No more delays will happen to us because we stand in the authority of your word. And once we grab hold of that word, then the vision is plain. Our life has purpose. Our passion has come back to us. Once we grab hold of that revelation, So when we go before God today and we declare and we decree no more delays because we're tired of it, we're at the breaking point of standing on the word of God and believing him and him only, that there are no more options for anything to delay the purpose and the plan of God for our life. There's no more options for defeat. Cast it out the window. There's no more options for discouragement, for depression, for anxieties. Cast it out in Jesus' name. And stand on the word of God that every time that situation presents itself, you say, no more. I'm done. Not this year, devil. I'm done. No more. Hallelujah. Because Jesus is not a God of delay. It's for an appointed time. So discouragement, I cast you out now in the name of Jesus. Because it's for an appointed time. And when you begin to feel anything that's not of God, cast that feeling out. Because we are spiritual beings, not feeling beings. And it's something that you have to practice every day, every hour. And once you begin to be repetitive with it and you begin to believe what you're saying, you can now stand on the word of God. That as soon as it presents itself, you will say, no more. I'm done. I'm not entertaining this anymore. I'm done. And it will ring from the very soul. Hallelujah. No more. This is not happening anymore. And the word of God will begin to stand up in you. And it will go away. It has to cease. The word of God has now empowered you. And it has to go. But if you stand there and entertain that thought 
entertain that challenge or that situation or that mountain, then it's going to stay. And it's going to continue to entertain you. And you're going to continue to entertain it. But God is saying this is the year of spiritual awakening. This is the year that the supernatural needs to be more real in our lives than it has ever been before. Because the power of God is poured out among us. And it's waiting for us to activate it through our words. And once we stand on those words, the enemy has to flee. And whatever you proclaim from your mouth, of course he's going to try it. But you still have to stand. And you say, God, but I've stood. I don't, I don't have any more strength, God. I can't, I can't stand. When you've done all that you know how to do, stand. Just stand. I'm healed. I'm delivered. I'm set free. No more. No more. No more. And if anybody tries to bring it to you, no more. I can't take the gossip anymore. I can't take the negativity anymore. I can't take the shame anymore. No more. Hallelujah. No more. It's over for me. It's over. I'm walking away from it. It's over. And I'm standing on the word of God. It's over. It's over. And you begin to shout in your victory of it being over. And every day you I'm done. I'm done. And you just keep saying that to yourself every time. I'm done. Because now I've written my vision down. I've made my vision plain to me for me to understand. God and I have an understanding now. I don't have to question where he's at anymore. I don't have to ask him why is he not answering me. I don't have to say, God, how long? How long, oh God, how long? Crying out to God. Because now my prayers become, thank you, God, for answering me. Thank you, God, for the revelation of my purpose and my my destiny. Thank you, God, for the healing by the blood of Jesus. Thank you, God, for the job, for the marriage, for anything that I need, God, you're there. It becomes a thank you and not a how long. Be the watchman on the wall. Because in watching, you get the vision. Hallelujah. In watching, you get the revelation. You get the understanding. You get the authority. Because you're watching for the signs of the change of times. You're watching for the prophecy to come to pass. You're watching. You're not making it happen. But you're listening to the words of God and what he is saying to you. Habakkuk had to write the vision. He said, this, write, write this down. Because we don't need to continue to go in this circle and have this conversation. Every time the enemy looks like he's winning in your life or in somebody else's life or whatever is going on, we don't need to continue to have this conversation. 
But you need to write this down. Read the word. Meditate on it. Believe the word. Walk the word. Live the word. And through that, you will know that the enemy is defeated. You will know that nothing will prosper against you. You will know that the Lord loves you beyond love. So when the enemy looks like he's winning, he's not. But you have to believe the vision. You have to get the revelation in order for it to come to pass. So you ask yourself, what are you believing God for? What are you waiting on God for? You've said it for so long, you probably forgot what it was now. Because all you said is, God, how long? And when you get frustrated, you say, God, how long? I'm the only one left, God. How long? I'm the one looking shameful, God. How long? I have an anointing, God. I have this. I have your Holy Spirit in me, God. How long? People are looking at me, God. How long? And God is looking at you saying, when you first asked me, I answered you. Where is the vision I told you? Where's the revelation I gave to you? Go back if you have a journal and read it. Go back and study it because it's there. He didn't ignore you. You ignored the vision because it wasn't the way that you thought he was going to give it to you. It wasn't the person you thought should be the one a part of what you want to do. But he said, write it down, and then run with what I've told you. Run with it, because it shall come. Whether you like it or not, it shall come. It shall speak. There's no delay. It's right here waiting for you. If I called you to be one thing, then it still stands. The enemy just put in some distractions, some heartache, some discouragements, so that you wouldn't choose that. You wanted to do something else now because that looks too hard. That looks like too much time taken. But it still stands. The same revelation still stands. There's no change because of fear. There's no change because of lack of understanding. Be the watchman on the wall and get an understanding. Be the watchman and get a revelation. Wait for him to answer. He says, though it tarries, wait. Because it surely shall come. Your healing surely will come. Because God has promised it. His son's death was not in vain. By his stripes, we are healed. So it's not tarrying. So don't think that God has forgotten that he needs to heal you. Or deliver you or set you free. He has not forgotten. But continue in the vision. Continue reading the word of God where he healed people. Continue reading the word of God where he set people free, where he delivered them. And that will be your encouragement until he speaks again, until he shows you the next step. Because in every step that he's doing, he's showing it to you that has been completed As you learn of him and get more knowledge of him, he begins to reveal the next step to you that he's already done. We have to cry out today, no more will I allow myself to delay me. I am delaying me. 
No more delays. No more discouragements, distractions. No more. It's over. I'm done. Delay. No more delay. Go back and read what God has given you in your journal. And if you didn't write it down, go back and say, God, please show it to me again. Open heaven to me again, O oh God, that I may write it down this time and I may see what it is that I need to do because I didn't write it down I did, and repent for it because you thought you would remember, but the devil snatched it and he took it away from you. And you're thinking God is not there. No more delay. No more thinking that God is is forgotten you. No more thinking that God has to prove himself to you. No more thinking he's miss, missing in action. No more. It will not prove false, though it lingers. Wait. Just wait. Wait on the vision, because it's coming. Everywhere you read in the Bible where they waited on God, they had to wait patiently. Look at how long Joseph waited. Look at how long David waited for the the promise to come. They had to wait. And it looked like to us reading it, it was a delay. Like why did he have to go through all that just to get to the promise? But David, Joseph, and whomever else they knew, And though their flesh took over from time to time, even when David wrote and he felt bad, he would always catch himself and say, but you are the God of my salvation. I love you. And that's what we have to do. We have to catch ourselves before we go too deep into the depression, too deep into the the discouragement. We have to catch ourselves and say, but God, you are my Lord. You are my healer. You are my deliverer. You are my provider. Wait on it. Just wait on it. And it shall come to pass. We have to ask ourselves, is there anything too hard for God? At the appointed time, is there anything too hard for God? Is there? And when we begin to read his word, we find out that no. There's nothing too hard for God. There's absolutely nothing too hard for God. So whatever we're going through is not too hard for God. The Bible lets us know in Ephesians 6, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So when the enemy comes to you to discourage you, he's coming from high places. He's coming from knowing what you're thinking, how you're feeling. He's coming from that place in you. And he's touching those things that are negative. And he's pushing them forward and saying, see, look at that pain is still there. Where is your healing? Where is the by your stripes I'm healed? Where is it? And then that discouragement goes deeper and deeper. 
But the vision and the revelation is by his stripes I'm healed. And you have to grab hold and say, no more, devil. No, no, no. I'm healed by the blood. No. And you speak it out in anger with authority. And you let him know that this is it. The pain is here. Sure enough, I feel it. But I know the end result. Hallelujah. I know the end result is that I'm healed by the blood. And you stand on knowing that fact. But we wrestle not against flesh and blood. But this is an attack on your spiritual being. This is an attack on your faith. And when he attacks your faith, what do you have left if you don't stand on it? Hallelujah. Stand. When you've done all that you know how to do, stand. Let us pray. Because today we say no more. No more distractions. No more discouragement. No more doubting God. Because as of today, we will write the vision. As of today, we will see it. Hallelujah, as something plain to us, we will read the word of God and we will stand on what we know to be true in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you right now, God. We give you all the praise, all the glory, and all the honor. For today, oh God, is a new day. Today, oh God, defeat has gone away. Today, oh God, there will be no more. That when we walk around God in situations in our lives, and the enemy is trying to attack us in the grocery stores, in the church, in our home, our children, we will stand in authority of the blood of Jesus and we will say no more. Hallelujah. No more. You will not enter into this gate anymore. Because now I stand with authority in the blood of Jesus. Now I stand in God. Because now I've caught the vision. Now I stand on the watchman's tower and I say I'm not moving. I say my mind is not moving. I say my heart will stand on the word of God. No more, devil. No more will I allow you to make me think that there is delay in my life. Because the prophetic that God has spoken over me will come to pass. No more, devil. Delay is no more thought in my life because it is for an appointed time, no more. So I will stand on the word of God and do different things to keep myself occupied until he comes, to keep myself occupied until the prophecy is fulfilled. No more will sickness become my main focus every day. No more. Hallelujah. Will poverty and disease and sickness and, and, and everything else that you're putting at me become the focus of the day? No more. Because today I am new. I am renewed in Christ Jesus. And today the thinking that I had before is gone. Because now God has given me a vision. He's given me a revelation that it's already taken care of. And I've written that vision down. And I look at it every day and I say, thank you, God, for the revelation coming to pass. Thank you, God, for the healing about your stripes. Thank you, God, for the money coming, the job coming. 
thank you. No more delay, God. No more will I accept delay. No more will I question how long, God, will it be that I stay in this situation. No more, God, will I ask you how long. Because I know it's not long. It's not long. Because you told me to wait, God. You told me to hold on and just wait for it. And I'm holding on to your word, God. That when I walk around and people look at me and they say, you're still in the same situation, I say, God, no, devil, no more. You're not going to tell me this no more. Because God has given me the plan. He's given me the vision, and I'm running with it. So no more. That person may not see the vision. They don't even know it. So why am I listening to them? They're allowing the enemy to use them to discourage me, to make me go back home and question God concerning what he's promised. No more will I question God. No. But I will be the watchman, and I will wait and see what he has to say because I want to know what God has to say concerning this, this situation, not my feelings, not my flesh, not the enemy. So when the enemy presents itself to me, from this day forward, I say no more. With the authority of the blood of Jesus, no more. Will you attack me in that area? No more. Hallelujah. No more, devil. I'm not bowing down to this no more. I'm not accepting it no more. I'm not entertaining it anymore. This is it. Today is it. This is it. The battle now becomes God. Hallelujah. The battle is now God's. I've tried to fight it, and I have no power to fight it. I've tried, and everything that I've done didn't work out. And that's what Habakkuk did. No matter what happened, he still felt discouraged. The people still felt like God was not there. No matter what, they prayed, and they were like, he's not listening. Everything. But God said, I've already given you the vision, but I'm going to give it to you again, and this time write it down. This time write the vision down. The vision is the word of God. It's the word. Make it plain that you'll understand it, that you can run with it daily, that you can run with it no matter what the enemy says to you, no matter what the circumstances show you. You can run with it and believe God that it, though it tarries, it's not a delay. Hallelujah. Though it tarries, it's not a delay, but it's for an appointed time. Discouragement, I cast you out in the name of Jesus. Disappointment, I cast you out in the name of Jesus. I've cried my last tear over this situation. No more tears over this situation. Because now I know it's for an appointed time. Now I know there's no more delays. Now I know that the vision is plain. So no more how long, hallelujah, no more how long, but I will wait, I will now wait, no more, no more, just walk around and just say no more, no more, and call out those things that have been messing with you, call out those things that have been discouraging you. Call them out and say no more. 
no more. And stand with the authority of God that it is no more. And believe in your spirit. No more. I'm not going to watch other people and get discouraged. Because Rebecca said the rich are getting richer. Matter of fact, there's no judgment even coming to them. They just keep doing the wickedness that they're doing. God, where are you? How can you allow that the wicked prevail over the righteous? How is that possible, God? No more. Well, I see it that way. No more. Because I am more than a conqueror. And no weapon formed against me shall prosper. No more. Hallelujah, no more. Just keep keep telling yourself, no more. It's over. We're done. We're done. It's, it's not happening no more. It's not, it's not going to happen. It's not. It's not going to happen. Just, just think about all the things that you've allowed to come into your thinking. Because when the enemy gets your thinking, he's in there. So you have to say, no more. No more. I, I am a child of God. No more telling me that I'm not. I am the head and not the tail. No more telling me that I'm the tail. No more. No more telling me that I'll never get rich or I'll never be wealthy. No more. No more. No more. No more. No more. Telling me that I'm going to stay single. No more. No more. I'm not entertaining it anymore. I'm done. I'm done. Because the word of God has spoken. He's spoken. He said, I am who I am. And I've allowed you, devil, to come and tell me that I'm not. And I've entertained it, but no more. I'm done. I'm done. And God spoke to Habakkuk and told him, no, you can't continue with this thinking. Surely you should know better. Surely. But just in case you don't, write it down. It will come. It will not delay. It will not delay. If God showed you the prophecy, it will not delay. But it's for an appointed time. But you need to go in and communicate with him to get the rest of the information. Because when he gives you that one part, now you go and be the watchman on the wall and you say, I'm going to watch as well as pray, as well as kill my flesh. Because my flesh is hindering me from the prophecy. Because other than that, you're going to think it's a delay in it. But God, you told me this and you, you promised me this and, and, and the man of God prophesied this and, and what about that, God? But when you're a watchman on the wall, you don't question God because you're in tune with who he is and what he has promised you. And you're not looking for the prophecy to come again or, or to be told to you by somebody else because now that the prophecy has been shared with you, you go and you finish it out because you're the watchman. You're the watchman on the wall. And you're waiting to see what he has to say. Read, write, meditate on the word of God. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you. 
For God, we see the vision. We see the vision, God, that you put before us. We know the vision that you put before us, God. But for some reason, God, we've deviated away from it. And we put our own spin on what you've told us, oh God. And we thought that it was through connections or through somebody else or whatever we would need it to do to make it happen. But God, we repent today. We will go back to the vision. And we will begin to allow you to show us the vision, the way that you are going to fulfill that vision. Forgive us today, O oh God, for thinking that there was a delay. For thinking, O oh God, that you weren't listening, that you've forgotten what you spoke over our lives, O oh God. That for some reason you didn't remember what you spoke in the word. God, we come before you today and we repent for that distraction happening in our lives, for us entertaining the enemy and the discouragement and the thoughts and the fears that came along with all of that. We ask that you forgive us, oh God. We're sorry, God. We're so sorry. Please, God, have mercy on us, oh God. But, God, we come today in a new frame of mind, a renewed mind concerning the vision. Concerning the vision, we come with a renewed mind. That your word has renewed us into the passion of the vision. Your word, O oh God, has renewed us into the focus of the vision. That as of today, it's not how long, O oh God, but it's what's next. It's what's next, God, because you've assured us it's going to happen. You've assured us that you, you know everything that's, that's going on. So now, God, we stand in the authority that you've given to us. We stand, O oh God, with the whole armor on. We stand, O oh God, knowing that we do not fight flesh and blood. But, God, we come before you. Lifting our hands up in thanksgiving and praise, O oh God. With the tears rolling down our face right now, O oh God. Knowing that the vision is still alive. Knowing, O oh God, that you haven't forgotten us. But we cry, O oh God, today not because of defeat. Not because we think you're not going to forgive us. But the tears right now, oh God, is because you have renewed us. The tears right now, oh God, are because of thanksgiving concerning the vision. The tears that we cry right now, oh God, is because we know that we're healed, oh God. We know, oh God, that we're healed, we're restored. So right now, oh God, as we cry before you in thanksgiving of this thing, oh God, we will now follow the vision. We will write it down. And we will run with what you've said, oh God. And we will not look at it as a delay anymore. Because we know it will prove itself. Today, God, is a renewal for us. Today, God, we take back the vision. 
Today, oh God, we take back our passion that we allowed the enemy to take from us, God. Today, oh God, we take back our healing that we allowed the enemy to take from us, oh God. Today, oh God, we take back the love that we had for you that we allowed to go away. Because we thought you weren't listening. We thought you didn't care. We thought you were not there, oh God. But today, oh God, we have been renewed. Today, oh God, we know the vision still stands true. We love you, God. We honor you. We adore you, oh God. Thank you for the vision. Thank you for the vision. And we're going to hold on to the vision, God. We won't faint. We won't get weary in our well-doing, oh God. But we will stand. We will stand, God, when discouragement try to come. We will stand, God, when we don't understand. We will stand, oh God, when the pain comes and the money is not there. We will stand, God, when the gossip is going forth, when we feel like we are ashamed of ourselves. We will stand on your word. No more delays, oh God. No more thinking about delays. But we now understand that it is for an appointed time. We understand now, oh God, your word. Oh, Father, we thank you. We surrender the vision to you, God. We surrender our vision to you. What we thought was right, we surrender it to you, oh God. We thank you right now, O oh God. The vision is clear to us, and it will not be stolen again. The healing is clear to us, so it will not be stolen again. The financial blessing is clear to us, O oh God. The job is clear. The marriage is now clear because we see the same vision that you see, O oh God. So now we move forward in seeking your face. We move forward, oh God, in being a watchman on the wall to see what you have to say. Not in complaints anymore, oh God, but in worship. Not in discouragement, oh God, but in passion and love. We are sorry, God, for allowing the cares of the world to come before you. We're sorry, oh God, for allowing the things in our daily lives to be bigger than your word. Oh God, we're sorry. Lord, we thank you for forgiving us today, oh God. Thank you, O oh God, for giving us a rewrite of the vision, for giving us a renewal of the vision, O oh God. We thank you. Hallelujah, God, we worship you. We praise you. We adore you right now, O oh God. The vision is clear. The passion is renewed. The word is true. We will not ask you how long, because we know 
it is not long. We will not allow the promise to be taken from us anymore. We will not allow the promise to be taken from us anymore. God, we know that the harvest is right there in front of us. You've shown us that the harvest is right there in front of us. But yet we ask, how long? But God, today is a new day. Where we didn't see sunshine, we see it now. Where we didn't see your love, we see it now. God, today is a new day. No more, God. No more, God. Hallelujah, no more. No more, no more, no more, no more, no more will we think the way that we've been thinking. No more. The blood of Jesus. We plead the blood right now. Over sickness and disease, we plead the blood right now. And we take authority over it in the name of Jesus. Every pain right now, we take authority over it in the name of Jesus and we say no more. We plead the blood right now and we say no more. No more. Right now. Spirit of lack, we say no more. Spirit of poverty, we say no more. Hallelujah, we say no more. Hallelujah. It is for an appointed time. It is. We worship you right now. God, you're our healer. We touch our arm right now, oh God. God, someone is having pain in their arm right now, oh God. We take authority over that pain right now in the name of Jesus. Your left arm. We take authority right now in the name of Jesus and we plead the blood over that. Right now in Jesus' name. You have to go. The blood has healed us. The blood has healed us. No more pain. No more discouragement of that pain. But I stand on the word of God. No more. Enemy, you have to go now. Devil, you have to go. Get out right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lack, you have to go right now in the name of Jesus. Discouragement right now in the name of Jesus. The hand of God is moving right now. And he wants to break up all that negative thought that we had. He wants to break it now. And he wants us to come to him. He wants us to seek his face. He's the potter, and I see him just just molding us into the shape that he wants us to be. And his hands are just molding us right now into what he desires from us. We have to yield to being molded. It doesn't feel good. It may not even be our plan what he has for us. But right now I see him molding us with his hands. He's molding. He's molding you. Allow him to mold you. 
no matter what people say, no matter what they don't understand about you, no matter if you feel like the third wheel or the left or whatever it is you're feeling, God is molding you into what he desires for you to be. You can't copy nobody else. You have to be what he has told you to be. And the vision will come to pass that way. But when you pick up on somebody else and you do what they're doing, then you delay the vision. You've all, you're off course. Get back on the pole. Get back on the tower and begin to be the watchman of the vision that he's given to you. In the name of Jesus, speak the word. Eat the word. Live the word. And allow him to move in your life. I can see God stirring it up. He's stirring you up right now. He's stirring up your spirit right now. He's telling you, come on, I'm ready for you. I'm ready. Let's go. Let's do this. And he's stirring it up. And he's mixing it. And he's looking at it to make sure it's the perfected way that he wants it to be, not what you want. He's stirring up your spirit. You can feel it in your stomach right now. He's stirring it up. Just let go and let God begin to minister to you right now. Just stop what you're doing and let him minister to you and break it up right now that you will get back on track, that you will get back on focus, that you will get back to what he's called you to do. He's holding your hand. Don't let it go. He's holding your hand. And he's guiding you to where he wants you to be. Speak to that person, God. Speak to them right now. Hallelujah. Speak right now, oh God. Because they're tired. They're at their point of being tired right now, God. And they're crying, God. They're crying in discouragement. They're crying in despair right now because they don't know the ministry. They don't. They lost the vision of their ministry, oh God. But, God, today they're saying no more. And I see you stirring it up in them right now, and you're holding their hand. Thank you for that, God, for renewing the vision in us, God. We thank you for that right now, oh, God. Hmm. Stir it up, oh God, stir it up, oh God, stir it up. Hallelujah. Move by your spirit, God. Hallelujah. God, I see you taking the enemy out right now, oh God, of that situation. You're moving him out. Hallelujah. You shut his mouth because the person has stood on your word. You shut his mouth. Hallelujah. You made him go away. Because they said no more, you made him go away. Hallelujah. Because they put back on the armor that they took off God. You, you're you making him go away right now. No more. No more. Hallelujah. No more defeat, God. We're not going to accept defeat anymore. No more discouragement. No more lack. No more sickness. We're not going to allow it to discourage us anymore. But we're going to stand. We're going to stand. God, we see you high and lifted up. We're going to stand. When we close our eyes, we see you. And when we open them, we know that you're there. 
we know, O oh God. We rebuke it right now in Jesus' name. We rebuke it right now in Jesus' name. Every spirit that's trying to hinder us, we rebuke it right now in Jesus' name. Every distraction, we rebuke it right now in Jesus' name. We pour ourselves out to you, O oh God. We pour ourselves out. In the name of Jesus, speak to us right now, O oh God. Speak to us right now, O oh God. Lord, speak right now, O oh God. Speak, O oh God, speak, O oh God. Right now, God, speak to us. We're listening, O oh God. We want to hear from you, God. We're ready to eat the word. We're ready, oh God, to eat the words that you speak to us, God. We're ready, oh God. Speak to us, God. Speak to us. Speak. Hallelujah. Heaven is open right now. Heaven is open right now. Speak. Speak. Renew yourself in him. Heaven is open right now. Speak to him. Speak to God. And listen to what he has to say to you. In the name of Jesus. No more. No more. I'm done. I'm done. We see you right now, oh God. We see you moving right now in each and every home, God. We see you moving right now. And you're ministering, oh God. You're touching right now, oh God. I see somebody running around their house praising God because now they get it. Now they understand that there was not a delay, but it was tarrying because it was for an appointed time. I see you running, a tank top on. You're running. You're running. And you're thanking God for everything he's doing. I see you running and praising God. The breakthrough has come. Your breakthrough is here today. No more delay for you. No more distractions for you. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah.
terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting and rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word GRADE to 323232 right now. Hooked on Phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun. And everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day. For more than 30 years, Hooked on Phonics has been the proven learn-to-read program that kids love to use. Text GRADE to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text GRADE to 323232 right now and get started for just $1. Text GRADE to 323232 now. Text GRADE to 323232. 